My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hey everyone, the special intro music you're about to hear was made by a listener named Sam, who has some of their own music on Spotify. You can find a link to that in the description of this episode. Otherwise, please enjoy. Good morning, Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasolo, and with me, as always... It's Ben Vanell here. Good to see you, boys. Hey, Tommy. Hey, Adam. We're recording from an undisclosed location within... The Melbourne QZ. We're in the quarantine zone. We're back in lockdown. Uh, how you doing over there, Noxie? I'm actually I'm stuck in Melbourne QV. I'm I'm in the that big shopping center with the big W and shit. QV. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Great food court. Great food court there. It's not bad, mm. and they're all abandoned. Mm. So I've got free free reign over all the ingredients. I can jump yeah. in and make myself mm. as many burritos oh. at Mad Max, or um, mm-hmm. I think there's a Korean place. And sure, a Thai there's place. a soup yeah. shop. You've been to the soup yeah. shop there before? I have. I would. I would never buy soup. Ooh. No, me either. It's a fucking really? absurd thing to get someone else to make for you. In my opinion. Wow. Yeah. A I, pub soup. Okay. A pub soup. Why is it on the menu? Why are you going out for soup? <laughs> I don't soup. understand it. Like even at yeah. home, soup just means that I can't be fucked doing anything. You know what I mean? Like sure. soup is. Yeah. I, soup is one of the early like it's it's so medieval to me. The idea of eating yeah. soup is you just admit that you're a caveman. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's also to me it's something that I have when I'm sick. You know, you have a chicken noodle, yeah. you have a pumpkin cuz you're a bit under the weather so right. it's like I don't know why mm. I would ever eat it if I'm at full health, which I am 99.9% of the time. Yeah, like rare I'm, moments of weakness. I'm going to go to a restaurant and order some codrol. <laughs> <laughs> you guys did, see i used to work near qv so i would go go to that food court for lunch and um mm-hmm. you know like the australian way if you feel sick you still go to work that's as i've been doing for the past six months you know yeah. so i'd go to work <laughs> i'd be feeling really sick and so i'd go down to the food court get some soup you know and eat that yep. um uh, hug a few people kiss a few people share the bread and go back to work mm-hmm. i don't know that seems just normal to me i i, I, I maybe i'm crazy i don't know 
Well, I would always just make soup in my large apartment building that I live in uh, and take the soup from door to door, sort of rub all the buttons on the elevator with my hands and tongue. That's mm-hmm. that's more my sort of thing is I, I like to just keep it within the small community that just me mm. and 150 mm. police officers mm. live in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I've, I've got. Um, you guys would have seen this when you've uh, been around to my house before. But my apartment building has the uh, unorthodox measure of having a, a security guard out the front, and uh, I got to tell you, I think he's been making eyes at me the last <laughs> few times I've been going in and out of the building. I think there might, I think there might be something going on here. That's interesting. You got to go for it, man. You got to go for it. I say. While you can, you got to get that love, get that love, and while you can, it's a tough you know, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how you know whether or not he's into you if he like looks your way and he gives you one of these. <coughs> that's kind of a sign that he might be he might be after something. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, what about um? What about Earl of Sandwich? You guys ever go there? There's one of them in the uh, QV food court. <laughs> I thought you the, meant the, the person. Earl, the, the Earl of Sandwich. <laughs> what about this fucking guy putting some meat between two bits of bread? Huh? <laughs> How'd he come what up with that? Tell me, what do they sell at Earl of Sandwich? Uh, I think they actually might have some soups on offer. Hell they, yeah. they do. I think they they do. They go outside of their pay grade into the soup category. I tell you what, a, a, sandwiches, a, a grilled cheese and like a dipping soup. That's pretty good. Mm. Like a Ooh, tomato yeah, soup right. or soup something. A dip. I don't mind it. Yeah. Yeah. As a deluxe dip. A little bit of a pumpkin Earl of sandwich sweet potato is kind of like. Earl of Sandwich mm-hmm. is stuck in my head because uh, I think the one of the first times I went to Las Vegas, a friend of mine had been not long before, and he goes, "Bro, there's this place." called Earl of Sandwich that you've got to check out. It's so – it is incredible. It Ooh. is the most amazing sandwich I've ever had in my life. So I go – I, like, go out of my way to go and, I, like, I'm messaging him as I'm there and he's like, oh, my God, how is it? And I'm like, "It, you know, it's just a sandwich. Mm. And he was, like, fu- he was, like, furious that I, that I wasn't jizzing my pants over this sandwich. And now just the fact that it's, like – it's a small, it, like they've got them here now, but it's like a pretty small chain that's just in the QV food court. It's just so funny to me that it's like my friend was building it up like it is the culinary experience in the United States. And it's like, <laughs> no, dude, it's food court food. Maybe it's, it's like food. a guy with a sandwich press out the back. It could You've be like the go Duro to this Drinks place. of Sushi place, though, where it's like oh. he just lives in a train station or, or the, the business is yes. in a train station. Yes, yes, yes. Mm, Maybe the QV yeah, one is run by his son. Who always wanted to run the Earl of Sandwich <laughs> on the Las Vegas yeah, yeah. Strip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a complete mirror image of the Las Vegas Earl of Sandwich. <laughs> For the first nine years working at Earl of Sandwich, you only do the crusts. It takes <laughs> yes. you forever to work your way up. <laughs> he was really furious too because I'd gotten it when I was like, it was like the tail end of a big night, and I was like pretty drunk, and he was like, "How was?" I'm like, oh, "I don't know." I was pretty pissed, and he's like. You do not disrespect the Earl of Sandwich, but you know he was like, "You got to go in there, like in you pristine condition." Show the appropriate respect to royalty, to such the as Earl. the Earl yeah, of yeah. Sandwich. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. What is an Earl? The um, landowner who inherits yeah. a title, I guess. I'm, I'm going to Google say. it. You boys yeah. keep talking. If it's not clear, by the way. To anybody, especially who isn't across Australian news, we're back in fucking lockdown, baby. Yes. Yeah, yeah. we're back. Uh, uh, shouts out to anyone also in the 
in the beautiful fucked up city of Melbourne mm-hmm. um, having the real vibe of like, did you guys ever have friends at like other schools that would go on school holidays at slightly different times? So like in the, you know, like yeah. oh. uh, middle of the year, you'd have like one school would have three weeks and the other would have two and then it would be reversed like the next time around. But like that feeling of still being in class while your friends are outside just <laughs> soaking up the rays was just absolutely brutal so it feels like that the rest of the country is uh pretty much returning to normal and here in melbourne we've just been told yesterday that we have six old weeks of Mm. being uh of being back in the home so it's uh it's it's a few more zoom episodes coming down the pipe for you guys the the positive effect of that is that it does give you a bit more time to sort of look into things that you wouldn't have necessarily looked into and i googled (laughs) what is an earl and uh it says here earl it's a noble rank. An earl is a member of the nobility. The title originates in the old English world, earl, meaning a man of noble birth or rank. And just above it, it has a picture of the dude from My Name is Earl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jason Lee actually is an Jason earl. Lee. That's why the show is oh. called that. <laughs> it was originally yeah. called My Name and Title is Earl. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My rank is between Baron and... And something else that I can't pronounce. It is crazy that, like, Baron and Earl are names now, but there's no, like, hello, my name is Count. It's me, Margrave Knox. Just call me Queenie, baby. Queenie's a name. I know Queenie is a name that. For a dog or for a person? For a person. There's oh. people called Queenie. Really? It's like a very, very old name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What about yeah. Kingy? When's International Kingy? I don't know about Day? Kingy. <laughs> Kingy might be an Australian. <laughs> yeah. You know how I know that uh, Queenie is a name is mm. because um, have you you guys would have heard that clip of um, that, that guy prank calling Bruce and Phil on uh, like – one of the late night AM radio shows. Fuck you! Why would we have? Kid. <laughs> you, what the you everyone's it's heard. It's a famous prank call. <laughs> you know it's that a famous cultural prank call and touchstone. I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with it, so I'm sure I would have talked to you guys about it before. No, I have no idea. Who's, is it? It's not India, is it? That's no, the it's only not prank India. call I know. Right. That I, I know do. Right. That's Cena a prank look call. Up. That's a different one. Look that one up, folks. It's a. Uh, it's a. It's a. a, a a group of people who organised to call up. There's like a, a late night AM radio host who was doing mm. a um, trivia quiz every night and a group of people call him up every night and for whatever the question is, they answer India mm. and he gets <laughs> increasingly frustrated. Yeah. Uh, he thre- threatens to can- – every night he's like threatening to cancel the trivia quiz. He's like, <laughs> maybe great. we just won't do this anymore, which is just like pushed to the brink. <laughs> But uh, the, no, the Bruce and Phil one is um. So this guy turns up and he's got this. He, you know, he's he's like pretending to be a little kid. He's like, <laughs> me and my brother listen every night and we love listening. And he goes, do you guys want to hear a joke? And they go, oh yeah, go yeah, go on, Toby, tell us a joke. And he goes, okay, what's the funniest smelling thing? And they go, uh, your nose. And he goes, oh nut, it's an anchovy's cunt. And then they just <laughs> hang up on him. And then it's like a one-minute tirade of them just getting angry at this. They still think it's a little kid that's called up. They're like, come (laughs) on, Toby, grow up. It's time for you to grow up. Look, we've dumped you, but there's people on the line who've had to hear that in their ears. People like Carmen and Queenie who were waiting to talk to us. And it's just like that's seared into my brain. It's like Queenie is just the quintessential name of an old woman. 
calling up AM radio in the middle of the night, waiting to have a chat. If you can't tell, there's not much video game stuff happening this week because we just described a prank call for, I think, a minute and a half. Oh, yes. It's really yeah, Prank yeah. call simulator That'd be a good game A game where you can Prank oh. call people How would you yeah, do yeah, it though yeah. Would it would it just be like Pre-baked sort of Prank words like Monkey Island or whatever When you do the sword fights Where it's just like You've come mm. up with 10 different prank call ideas And you just Show them to the player Over the course of Three different conversations Or would it I don't be want it like to be that. Yeah No It'd Have be like Cards against humanity you right get, uh, Hello My name is Adolf Hitler. That's not fun. That's not a fun prank at all. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, calling yeah. someone up and be like, hello, it's me, Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Is your fridge running? <laughs> I don't know how you'd, how you'd do it, but um, I also don't think I would play it. It would, it would have to be a thing where it's like a basically it's a conversation and, yeah, you get at each step of the conversation you get three to four different options mm. and you can, you know, using your kind of know-how, you can you can have a very successful one or you can, you know, like in – so I've been playing a lot of Persona 5 Royal in the last few weeks and when you do the hold-ups on the, um, on the enemies, mm-hmm. if you want to – if you say lend me your power, if you want to convince them to be your persona – you have to let, like then chat to them and say the right things to them based on yeah. their personality type. You've got to pick them up. Mm-hmm. You've got kind to woo something them. something along those lines. Mm. If you've yeah, read yeah, the yeah, game, yeah. Persona 5 Royal becomes a lot easier. So it's been pretty easy for you then, Tommy. Um, I have <laughs> had some difficult <laughs> difficulties with it. Uh, you're the only person I know that owns the book, The Game, I think, Tommy. Do you still own it or did you throw it away? <laughs> I threw it away. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah, I threw it away. It was in a. Once you've reread a, a book um, eleven times, there's no real point in having it take take up that much sure. shelf space. Yeah, well, it's all up here well, now. <laughs> once all the pages are stuck together, I can't really read it anymore. It's just n- nutting over every page, just like the mere the mere prospect of being yeah. able to pick up. Yeah. just set me off on every page. Yeah, I did. I, I had a copy of the game on a on a um, bookshelf, very audaciously on a bookshelf in a. In a living room of yeah. um, the living room, my previous share house, where just any time people would come around, they'd question me on it. I'd be like, "I've got to get rid of this. Mm-hmm. I've got to, I've got to turf it." You, you had it clearly so, in aid of like a joke or something back back in the day, or it was given I to you as a joke ro- present. I wrote a play where we were kind of like. <laughs> Doing a doing kind of a parody of pickup artists. That's so almost. I, I read it for that. That's like worse than if you'd have been using it sincerely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a play. It was and, for the um, theater. <laughs> and when uh, I was at the launch party, and I wanted to pick up some theater chicks, so I read the game. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah. I'm not a creep. Was- I'm involved in local theater. <laughs> <laughs> So I was giving an unprompted massage to someone in the cast and then I thought, there's got to be an easier way. Get into some magic tricks. Hands in, everyone. Come on, hands in, Sophie. Hands in. <laughs> oh, Christ. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I am I am deep. I'm, I'm nudging 30 hours of uh, Persona 5 Royal. I've uh, mm. Yeah, it's been very satisfying. Get it? Because I, I think I was like 15... T- 15 or so hours into the original so getting getting past the point where I was originally and just being into new shit has been uh, very satisfying and it, you, you know d- what a 
It's still teaching you new stuff like 25 hours in. It's mm. fucking insane. Mm. And you'd only be about a quarter of the way through then if you're at 30, from my understanding of how long that one is. Yes, I'm like halfway right? through the. I'm ha- yeah, I'm halfway through the third palace. Oh, uh, is that the one that is the one from the opening or not? You know I don't what think I mean? So. How, yeah, how there's the that bank. one at the opening. Okay, the bank. It's just the bank, whatever. But yeah, cool. It's just the about thirty percent of the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like the, the second. Ma- or third. Oh, so that is about yeah. third of the way. Okay, how many yeah, are there? So yeah. There's like seven palaces or something like that. I think there were six mm. okay. maybe in the original and then they added one. Oh, okay. Oh, right. But yeah, they cool. certainly get harder and, and uh, more difficult the further in you are. Yeah. So, and then towards yeah. the back end, the sort of the palace format drops away in favor of like just sort of doing other things. So there's kind yes, of... Yes, true. It's, it's a little deceptive, the number of it. But it's, it's a very mm. fucking long game, which is why I've not jumped into the royal like you two have. Mm. It's crazy. I mean, there's just so much in it, and especially like uh, you know, playing it kind of a you know, a couple of nights in a row over a week, where th- there's not too many games like it. Where you know, if you're deep in the midst of a palace, you can have two nights in a row where that's all you're doing. You you you're scanning the palace, you're getting into battles. But then I've had two, three nights in a row where I finished the palace, and all I'm doing is just like basically watching the cutscenes that are in between. You know, from in between the palaces, you just watch a lot of story like there's been mm. plenty of times where i've sat down and played it for two hours and gone yeah i just scrolled through text and watched little movies for an hour and a half to two hours there not that that's mm. a complaint but it does just it can shift so dramatically from session to session that you play it it definitely or the original at least it wasn't paced out and you were doing one thing at a time really so yeah. you were either yeah. you were attacking the palace you were you had several free days over which to go and build your relationships mm-hmm. or go to the fucking batting cage for no reason mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. so it was very segmented into yeah like you say several hours of the same thing which weirdly enough didn't to me come across as like a pacing problem or anything the first time I played it because it leaves long enough of a gap between each of those extended sessions of doing the one yeah. thing that by the time it gets back to the rotation of now, it's palace time again. You're ready for it and happy to do it for mm, a yeah, solid same. chunk. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. I haven't minded that at all. And I do like that it um that it's so. There's the guy at the um the weapon store that's got the that early on you see him get like a sus bag mm-hmm. that um you want to ask him about, but you can't ask him about that until your guts are high enough. And to make your guts high enough, you go to the um hamburger place and do the hamburger challenge but you're not going to succeed in getting your guts high enough unless your knowledge and proficiency are high enough. So to do, you know, it's like Mm, working through all these different systems where it's like, okay, I need to study and read this book about proficiency. I need to do all like just that exclusively in my free time to build up those two things to be able to get high guts to be. So I'm just working towards at the moment being able to ask about the bag. Like, yeah, like Tell you what, <laughs> the way that you it wanna, kind of sets you up to have all those systems in play. You yes. want to you want to increase your guts, spend a few bloody months in lockdown, mate. That'll bloody get your guts Oof. right up there. I tell you how much oh, I believe that. Oh, dude, and speaking of asking about a bag, give me six weeks and I'll be (laughs) right on the blower. Please, ask me through an encrypted app service, please, Tommy, if you want to ask about the bag. (laughs) Talking about a weapon store. Good thing there's no fucking gun shops around here, I tell you. (laughs) Um, That's an interesting uh, uh, comment you make, Tommy, about the way you're playing it because I think 
that is the way I played it the first time as well. It was like, okay, this week I'm going to the burger shop every day or um, mm. this I'm only going to focus on this one confidant. You know, I'm going to hang out with, with uh, Ryuji every day or whatever. Um, mm. And I reckon by the end of the game, I had like a bunch of stats that were nowhere near as high as the other ones. Like maybe I had like charm and proficiency were like six or seven or whatever and kindness and um, knowledge were low or some, something like that. Where and no I found shit. out like, <laughs> 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 fuck up, cunt. Sorry. My guts what, are high enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whatever you had have said, then I would have jumped on. <laughs> Didn't matter what the stats were. I know. I know. I tried to balance them out so as not to be a complete caricature of myself. But um, <laughs> I think maybe it was you, Knox. You said you were like, yeah, all my stats were like at maximum by the end. Don't you put um, fucking words in my mouth. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it was because I think after a few, um, like in-game weeks, it, mm. the, the ways that you could, um, min-max it is the term, which I fucking hate that term for some reason. Yeah. But, um, you can definitely find ways of getting everything up kind of all at once. And there's like, there's ways, mm. like you say, Tommy, that to do this one well, the other ones, it relies on these other ones. Figuring out the best way to make them roll into each other was a, a fun mm, part yeah. of um, getting everything up. I think by the time I finished, there were like maybe two of the confidence I didn't have up to 10 and right. uh, everything w- w- was pretty high. You got to make sure you're getting uh, all your answers right in class. You got to yeah, yeah. never yeah. waste your time. I really love that. Yeah, I really love that part of it that, that it just throws stuff at you that, yeah. that you just know or you don't. A lot mm. of those burger challenges and stuff are actually less useful ways to spend your time than um, I can't remember now what the better ones were, but there was some where you get like a confident up at the same time as doing um, a stat up or you get uh, yes. several yeah, stats yeah, yeah. up. So yeah. Were- I think like there's things that you can do that take less time as well. So it's like, you don't yeah. lose a whole block um, of time. I think I'm finding now like mm. cleaning the toilets in the cafe, you get some bonuses with, as with the confidant. Um, so Jiro, I think his name is the guy, yeah. your guardian, and you get some, I think kindness points. Um, but there's, yeah, certain activities only take like half a block of time. So you can, yeah, maximize your, uh, your upgrades. Mm. It definitely I by like the it by the end of the game, if you use like there's there's guides that people have made and stuff to be like there's mm. no spoilers in here, but here's what to do every single day to get everything at max. <laughs> but uh, that doesn't yeah. sound like a fun time to follow one of them. No, no, no. I want to change my own strategy to see if I can do it. I, I'm not. I don't want to get a platinum trophy or anything. I just want to have yeah. my own satisfaction of playing it a little bit more thoughtfully. Maybe. I still don't feel like I'm fully maximizing or quite got my head around the I, the whole thing of doing the guillotine and fusing the personas and all that oh, yeah. kind of stuff like I'm I'm getting right. them getting them to lend me their power where I can and feeling like I want to build up a bit of a bank of them but I really only have like one or two that I switch between and I pretty rarely I get to I get too scared about you know losing two of them to make a mm. new one and because you, your party grows so much that you, you've, you know, and those have fixed personas that have their own um, elemental things that you've often, you only really need to slot in, you know, one or two different ones. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm really not maximizing the that 
that potential as much as I could be. I think at there the is moment. the temptation to get a little too precious about hanging on to them, like they're Pokemon or something, mm. where you want to kind of have yeah, a, yeah. keep them all, but kill them off as soon as they're not needed. Yeah. And I think there was yeah, a way I can't yeah. remember to 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 look at what they're needed for in the combinations for future ones. If someone hasn't played this game, by the way, we're making no fucking sense. But everyone <laughs> should go and play Persona Five Royal. It's it, the the it's original so is good. good. It's, yeah, yeah. Especially if you're in if you're in Melbourne and you're locked, it really is. Plenty it's of places such a good world. one to have to just mm. well, yeah, to yeah. just have nothing but time to sink into. It's it's such a good one for that because it is just yeah, there's plenty of there's plenty of times. It's very colourful, it's very distracting, it's very bright. It's it's definitely got some pretty dark stuff in its story and tone and everything, but mm. it, it and yeah, there are plenty of like the nights where I haven't really done any gameplay stuff. I've just kind of clicked through menus. I haven't minded at all because it's like, oh cool, it's just like watching a cool cartoon series or reading a cool comic book or whatever. Mm. Yeah, it's very good. Um, I am for it. That's my <laughs> review. Hell yeah! Of the one yeah. person here who hasn't actually played Royal. So what are some of Ben? You <laughs> yeah. you you finished Persona Five, uh, the original, right? I did. I did. I finished the vanilla version of Persona Five. I loved how, it. Every how far every one hundred hours of it. I am about nine or ten hours in. I just finished okay. the first palace. The first dungeon, I guess, is a way to describe it for people who haven't played this game. Uh, and there's a fuckload of changes. Um, Tommy brought up a few in our group chat that I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, the, you know, the thing, you know, the flippy move. And I'm like, what? There's no flippy move in this game. Um, apparently there's you flippy moves. You were a lot ruder than that. You, you really... <laughs> <laughs> you really let me have it. Pretty pretty low <laughs> kindness on your response to that, if I remember. <laughs> you really did a big flippy move on me for, for yes. me daring to not know what I was talking about. Um, but yeah, so I've only I've only got through the first palace, the first dungeon of the game. But even that is like fifty percent new. There's there's whole different areas. There's different mechanics in there. Um, there is a new character that's been introduced, who I assume is you know a party character that you, you can you can recruit, but I still haven't really done that. I've just met them in the game. Um, I think there's maybe even extra anime cutscenes at this point. More um, anime? I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Fuck, I screamed that so uh, loud in my apartment. I'm, I'm really <laughs> worried now that the fucking neighbors would have heard me screaming about anime. <laughs> oh, all I know about this guy is that he wants more anime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we get some of those guards in here, please? We've got a real threat. If you can make sure that they're uh, from the greatest country in the world, Japan, that would be my preferred guard. <laughs> a few make- samurais guarding my door would be great. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. If their eyes are enormous <laughs> and they're 150,000 years old, but they look like they're 12, that would be my preferred sexual partner, please. I'm can you can you fan. spread COVID if a security guard fucks the body pillow that you have in your apartment? <laughs> Is that still? Um, but yeah, I, I reckon like two or three hours into this, into Royal, I was not that interested. And I think I talked about it when, when I was that far in. It was a few weeks ago. I was like, okay, this is Persona 5 again. Uh, I think I need a bit more of a break. But yeah, it's actually really, really different and, and different and in better ways. There's more stuff going on. I think there might be more like of the day-to-day shit you can do as well, like more variety in, in the stuff that you can do to, to up your skills and up your, um, your attributes. So cool. 
Uh, yeah, I think you'll like it, Knox. I think like we have, yeah, a bunch of time on our hands more than ever, and and this is a great game for for sinking that time into. Uh, and yeah, this is a much better, much improved version that I'm like, I'm happy I paid for it. Like it's not, uh, it's not a bad buy or anything. It's um, cool. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a genuine. There's a new upgrade. little guy in. Uh, there's a new little guy in Mementos who, mm. um, y- you can you collect little stars throughout that area and then you can um, trade them to him for things that are going to boost the amount of. Um, experience points you get or money that you get mm. from battles in there. That's so cool. It's just kind of like a little concession in there to make everything kind of hum along a little smoother. It's got, I mean, it is such an easy game to do like an add-on to because there's so much in it. There's so many different little systems mm. that just adding like one or two little things to each of those systems does make it feel like such a bigger, like more rounded, um, big set of anime honkers <laughs> <laughs> it's cool to hear that too because like the back end of that game is i believe where they've put most of the new content as well so for oh. it to be this different and because there's like a two or three months or something that they skip in the calendar year towards the end of the game and that is in there right. now is my understanding of it ah, yeah there's stuff like in the palace that i've done there's like an extra sort of set of things you can collect that apparently, uh, I think probably aid you in the in the final battle of the palace. So there's like yeah. hidden rooms and, and extra areas and stuff that, um, in terms of the areas and the pathways and stuff, are really organically built in because like I wouldn't have noticed that these were add-ons without like the extra actual collectible thing. Like the the design of of all the added stuff is great. Like it's really seamless. That's cool. Mm. I'm still not going to play um, it. I found other <laughs> stuff to do. It, like one day, but I think I just remember it well enough that even mm, extra pretty recent. deleted mm. scenes and shit, you know, is just yeah. not quite enough for me to go back in yet. Especially mm. when I've been... Uh, s- huh? You you say what you need to say, Tommy. God damn it. <laughs> I was just saying to you guys the other day that I like I really want to get the... Um, the soundtrack on vinyl, but mm. it's it was like a limited release, and uh, it's now very hard to find and very expensive. But if you guys want to um, visit my Amazon wish list, um, it's on there. Uh, I'm I'm happy to send a bunch of nudes if you want to buy it for me and ship it over to me to really show my appreciation. So I just wanted to get that plug in there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> uh, if anyone wants to buy me a house as well, I've been looking for a yeah, house. They're a pretty house. hard to find though. There was a limited release of housing, and uh, yeah, they're yeah. quite expensive now. But if you go to my Amazon Amazon wish list, um. I have been spending my time continuing to play through like the Souls series again or the FromSoft games. Hopefully we'll mm-hmm. be seeing like Elden Ring at that Microsoft thing on the 23rd of July, which we should mention, by the way, we, at least you and I, Ben, I don't know if we've talked about it with you, Tommy, but we'll be streaming live, uh, live reactions. Whoa. Yes. To um, yep. the Microsoft event, which is on July 23rd, American date, I think. I think 21st. I think it, they might have changed it. Um, oh, really? It's I believe J- July 21st, yeah. Oh, that's so like at the Tuesday instead of the Thursday. Is that a Tuesday? Yeah. Let's it would be. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I think it... Uh, well, whatever. Whatever date it is, we'll be on Twitch uh, yes. doing that. Is there one that we were doing on Friday or have I got my dates wrong? Like You've Friday? got your dates Was there one? completely wrong, Tommy. 
Oh, okay. I thought it was like yeah. 2 a.m. this Friday. Well, thank God we had this conversation because I'll tell you what. <laughs> I would have been livid. Um, so, yeah, we'll be doing that and hopefully they announce some Elden Ring stuff there. And also, if, if you're mm. excited to see us do Twitch content and extra content, well, there's a few other avenues that exist right now for you to be able to do that with us. Hey, we're doing a mid-roll ad organically halfway through the episode for our own shit. That's what you get by having a fucking professional on the line here. <laughs> yeah, I'm yes, on the phone yes. with Mark Marin, and he told me to do this. <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, there's a whole bunch of extra content, uh, extra filthy content that is available now for your listening pleasure. Um, we got the Bandcamp. Bandcamp premium episodes if you've never heard of these if you've never listened to the end of an episode of our show where we plug stuff uh we do sort of like between 90 minute to three hour long premium episodes that we we sell for a dollar or more on Bandcamp filthy casuals pod.bandcamp.com I believe yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh the most recent one we did is a little something called the filthy casuals international film festival uh and how would we describe what that is? We curated a film festival, but we replaced films with video games. So it's it's the decision-making yeah. process of the festival runners going through mm-hmm. and deciding which uh, games best represent the uh, film festival that we intend to put on. It's not mm. what we went into that recording intending to do. <laughs> we were no, just going to say <laughs> what are the best games that are sort of like movies, but it became a lot more fun. Yeah. Because the idea mm. is films don't exist, so what what games could we have on at our film festival that take the place of a film experience? Yeah. yeah. Um, but also there there's like a whole bunch of other ones as well. There's uh, the top ten games to play before you specifically die. So we're, we're trying to pitch a list of games for someone who hasn't to have a lot long left on this earth. The essential games, the essential video games experiences – um, the best video 10, game soundtracks Or maybe it wasn't top 10 But yeah, the soundtracks one is really good The music one Yeah, yeah, that's that's mm. really fun Because I think you edited that one, Knox And a lot of the music that we talk about Is woven into the discussion Woven um. masterfully into the discussion <laughs> <laughs> the, the history of Naughty Dog Which might be of interest mm-hmm. to people right now Having just played The Last of Us 2 We talk about all the Uncharted games Crash Bandicoot, Jack and Daxter And The Last anyway. of Us Part 1 Yeah, you can, you can them. find them there they're filthycasualspod.bandcamp.com. It's similar to those uh, history of video games extra ones we did recently. And hey, yes. we might at some point in the next few months have to, or not have to, but want to do another set of <laughs> themed episodes too. That's kind of the format there. And also we got the Patreon, patreon.com slash filthycasualspod. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. so that's, Get a yeah. Bonus episode of this every week where we talk about... Uh, all the other sorts of uh, cultural stuff we've been taking in that's not video games. We just finished doing a, a wrap-up of the uh, 90s. We did mm. every – each episode was a different year of the 90s. We went through music, uh, movies, TV shows, and uh, we, had a, we had a fucking blast doing it. <laughs> Do you know what? Like going back into lockdown here as well, in Melbourne at least, if people didn't see the news, the reason we kept saying about fucking security guards before as well is because – they oh, reckon yeah. a lot of the reason the second outbreak happened is because in the quarantine hotels, security guards were fucking the guests. Mm. And the guests were fucking mm. the security guards. Bizarre. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. We've gone back into lockdown now. It's fucking depressing. But it's I've pretty been, brutal. It sucks. I've been uh, that's why I've been playing these Souls games again, because the feeling of achievement you get from these 
is genuinely a really positive thing to have in your day. Mm, yeah, right. A genuine challenge. That's why I can't play those games. They're too hard. But the the, the satisfaction from beating them must be very nice. Exactly. It's it, They're actually beneficial to my mental state in that way. It's really crazy that... Um, you know, it can have such a positive effect. I mean, Dark Souls 2 less so than the other ones. It's not as good, which is weird as well to be like, it's like going to a different psychologist and then the second one's just like similar to the first, but a little emptier and just seems like they're kind of <laughs> making half of the shit up as they go along. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I've been playing Dark Souls 2 more. And if, um, I mean, you, you guys have never really gotten into any of those games, have you? No, I've really no. tried to with Bloodborne. I've I've given it two or three shots, yeah. and I I oh I mean Sekiro I did. I got into Sekiro in a big way, but apparently that is a little easier and and different from the other ones. It definitely is the most uh, or is the yeah the least similar to to the others. And Bloodborne, mm. I would say, is the one that if that would be my first port of call for anybody who's not ever played these games before because it is a little bit uh it it wants you to be a bit more aggressive in how you play it so it's it's less um standoffish at the start i guess right does that make sense like the it's a little more action heavy Mm -hmm. than like any of the dark souls ones are for sure that demon souls remake is showing up though on the ps5 so maybe that'll be a good opportunity yeah to dip a toe in Again. It does look cool. That trailer was pretty impressive visually and like not just graphically but like stylistically I was very mm. drawn into to wanting to play it. Um I think the the aggression of Bloodborne is what keeps me out of it. it. I think it expects you to be like, yeah, you just go in and you start killing a bunch of people and you don't run away and you don't wait and you don't hold back. You just keep attacking and keep running mm. forwards and you, you st- apparently you can just like run past big bosses to the next area and it's like sort I think of. I'm treating them much more as like a, I don't know, like a Witcher or something like that, or not a Witcher, but you know, a game where it's like, yeah, you just you know, go through it gradually, and you have to beat every uh, enemy, and you have to. There's a there's a mechanic to figure out about each thing. Where whereas I think maybe it's not that. It's it's. It they're else. definitely they're they're unique in what they're sort of asking for from you, and I would say more than any other series of games, it is kind of worth looking up suggestions of what to do in them a lot of the time right Mm -hmm. because there's a whole lot of different ways that you can play them there's all different sorts of weapons and fucking spells and whatever that really change up what you do in those things and there's a lot of sort of obscure mechanics that you might not notice and it's all kind of deliberately built in there that way because they wanted those games to be in the style of like secrets of nes games and shit where you would like find mm-hmm. out about it from a friend who said they read it in a fucking magazine that you've never heard of. All that sort of like right. spreading secrets and rumors about the game is part mm. of the point of them, you know? <laughs> Just spreading tell- rumors yeah. about the game. Telling everyone. It oh. fucked the PE teacher. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It, this game has a, is, a uh, panther running around in the background. There's a <laughs> panther in it. <laughs> I wonder if that's a myth or legend that is common throughout not Australia. Every country town, it's like there's a fucking cougar. It got loose from a travelling circus or something, and there's yeah. a, a cougar yeah. in the hills of uh, of cockatoo in the country. There's definitely in the UK. There's some big cat rumours, right? But I, they are very easily answered by saying like, "Yeah, man, big like cats that are big exist." If you see a yeah. a large cat, you, I've seen cats that are just cats, and I'm like, fucking hell, get a load of that cat. What a big cat. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's a big boy. It's not like the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> no, it's, it's like so ridiculous. They've got the stories of all the pumas and stuff being in like the Dandenong Rages yeah. and like they escaped mm. from a military base and <laughs> yes. shit like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, yeah. they didn't. It was me. Mm-mm. I bought them on the black market. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, I'm enjoying playing those Souls games again. They're very, you can, as much as they're demanding of you, they let you switch your brain off entirely in that way because it's sort of asking you to focus on it which is right. uh, really pleasant they're um very deep and uh yeah challenging i think that the difficulty of them honestly for me gets a little overblown and people get a bit more scared of them than right they need to be which then if you have that in your head going into them it does affect the way that you approach it when you're actually playing it does that make sense yeah, yeah, mm. for sure. I think it's definitely affected my my attempts with them. Although I found Sekiro too hard, <laughs> so mm. like m- maybe and maybe it was because I wasn't focused enough, you know, and I was expecting to Assassin's Creed it, you know, and sort of hold down R two and just be able to make my way through the whole game. But yeah, no, it's not. To- it's more old fashioned. You you really do have to. It's more like a yeah. Every encounter is almost like an old boss fight where. You have to figure out the pattern, you have to hold back, or you have to mm-hmm. attack and dodge and keep on them. There's always something to figure out, I guess. Yeah, but Which, there's always yeah. a way to do it. Like, it's never being right. unfair to you. Oh, not never. Like, there's uh, some shit in there that isn't as well made as the rest of any of those games. In each one, mm. there's worse parts. But yeah, they are absolutely an evolution of that very 80s NES. Like, old. they are those old Castlevania games. These mm. are a sequel to those. Mm-hmm. Dark Souls is Castlevania, basically. Um, yeah, and so I've been in, in, enjoying dipping back in there. But other than that, I haven't had space in my brain or schedule or, you know, it's fucking... It's such a weirdly difficult for me time to be playing games for some reason. I just don't have... Mm. Not the energy, but it doesn't seem like I should or something. I don't know what it is. Mm. Does that make... Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I get it. I, I've been finding it, I kind of have been sort of divvying up my week, like having three or four days where I'm just doing pods flat out and then when that's done, kind of, you know, chucking on a bit of PS4 for a couple of hours before I go to bed. Mm. But then the other half of the week, I'm at my girlfriend's house hanging out with her. So, I, like, not devote, like... There's part of me that just is like, I would love to just be fucking mainlining Persona day and night, but mm. finding it, yeah, like having, I don't know, having a bit of time here and there, but I, I, I do know what you mean though, Nox. Like mm. I, I definitely have plenty of, plenty of spells where I'm like, feels weird to say about what is essentially a leisure activity, but just going like, I can't be fucked with games. Like I just want to sit mm. and be extremely passive on the couch, which is maybe why... Persona 5's been good for me lately sure. because it's it's quite a passive game. Like even even in the depths of combat, you're you know you can take your time. You're going through menus and stuff. That's true. Maybe the fact that like every time I go to do it, I'm like I can't be fucked. Actually, doing what would be required to kill a dragon in real life. That's how <laughs> intense it is. Yeah, I I could mm-hmm. fight yeah. a real dragon. I reckon if they came, if they showed up, and the way twenty twenty's going, it's not out of the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, can I recommend a, a gaming experience that might be good for you? A little something that I've been playing a bit of called Fifty One Clubhouse <laughs> Games, and brother, yes. let me tell you, it's got 
Yahtzee. It's got chess. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's got hares and hyenas. Name them all. It's got toy Name tanks. Them all. <laughs> Let's do them all. It's got Connect Four. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got Does it, are uh, they all Mahjong. Called, are they called these though? Or like they're using, like for Connect Four, they must be using whatever off-brand name of like four in a row or whatever. Hmm. Oh, you're a four in a row head? Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Great. Um, yeah, a lot of them have the like the off-brand kind of names, but you know, it's a it's, it's a game on the Switch. It's a lot of them. You can play it as a putting it down, you know, on tabletop and kind of as a touch screen. So as if you've got like a very kind of small board mm-hmm. in front of you, and yeah, it's just a bunch of just you know classic kind of old board and card games, but, you know, with the kind of polish that you'd expect from a Nintendo product, it's very well presented. There's a little, there's a very snappily done kind of tutorial at the start of each time, the first time you play it. And yeah, if you just want a bunch of that kind of shit in the one package, it's 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 cool. And it's, it's a cool way of like a, a bunch of these games that I've never owned or played before. It's mm. just kind of a, a, a neat way of learning how to play them and just chucking it on and just for a bit of a, a break here and there for 20 minutes at a time. It's very therapeutic. It's very chill. Um, how much is yeah, it? Yeah, it's... Uh, I think it's 50 or 60. I think oh. it's, like, it's not... So yeah, that was it's gonna not be quite my, full price. My biggest question about this... It's not quite a full this. price title, but it's not like... Yeah, for stuff that is like... Freeware everywhere else. Right. Yeah. What is the benefit of buying this yeah. over going to Google.com and typing in the word solitaire? Mm, that is the question. 55 um, bucks, apparently, or 55, 55. bucks from Amazon. Mm. So I it mean, could that's be more. Like a dollar a game, I guess, just under. And then you yeah, got one game a week for the whole year and then a week off over Christmas to see your family. <laughs> well, you don't play games <laughs> with your family. What are your favorite games on it, Tommy? Because, like, I. I uh, scoffed at this game's release when we when we first heard about it. I was like, okay, great. Mm-hmm. You know, this has become a running joke in the group chat. But man, I actually do like some board games and I do like some card games. What are what are the big hitters? What are you enjoying playing on it? It's very big of you to admit I've- then. <laughs> <laughs> I actually never really I've been playing a lot of um their version of it's called Yacht Dice, which I didn't realize when I started playing it is is just Yahtzee. Mm. Um Having Your a lot of fun playing that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what's the other one called? It's called Mancala. It's like a, it's a, um, the board on each, you and one other opponent on each side, you've got these little, um, these little kind of pockets that have marbles and you kind of pick a pocket to move all the marbles from and you oh, sure. to kind of empty all of your pockets. That's um, it, and then it's what got, used to be called Chinese checkers, I believe. No, uh, I'm looking at Mancala now. Uh, it's also called Bao, maybe. <laughs> okay. In in Zanzibar, there's a photo of Bao players in Zanzibar. Mancala, M A N C A L A. Oh, C A L A. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if it's. Oh, it is. That is just what it's called. It's it's like a, it's an African game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've played this. They had this at my primary school. That's yeah, right. Okay. I I was in 10th century Africa. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! They found out I'm a time traveler. Um, yeah, I did play this, although I don't know if I ever knew the proper rules. So maybe uh, 
I'll, I'll, I need to go to 51 clubhouse games to learn how to play it properly. That looks cool. I mean, yeah, the, the, the benefit over like just getting onto Google and looking it up, or I'm sure there's like iPad app equivalents mm, of these mm. kinds of stuff. It's mm. like it, it is the reason to buy it is do you just want them in one centralized package with a with a pleasant, nice presentation on yeah. the Switch? Like that's you know that's so it, it is it's it's very inessential, but. Yeah, if you just want to get one cartridge that's just got a bunch of these board games all there ready to go, and it does it, you know, you can you can just do like a random mode where it will just like I sat there on the couch a couple of weeks ago and was just like hitting the random button and it'll just start playing one of them at random and just teach mm. you how to play it and because there's heaps on there that I've never heard of or never played before, um, and yeah, some of them are obviously in a package like this. Some of them are better than others. It's got like toy tennis and like toy boxing it's got got rock'em sock'em robots on it for some reason right um you gotta get them up yeah, to 51 I, mean, if, I guess yeah 39 yeah, totally, clubhouse totally. games would be ridiculous no one would be would buy that <laughs> but something like this like yeah it, it lives or dies by the presentation mm. and the the presentation is is cool they've done a good job with it like yeah it probably is a bit rich to to charge that fee but it's it's also one of those things where if you if you want it, if you want it, you want it, and if you're not interested, you're not. You know, you know, you know if you want it or not, and you know, sure. And think anyone's being misled. Do you know what's weird? Is mahjong. Like, yeah. What about mahjong? You played any? You played any mahjong? I'm just looking at the games. I've actually There's played piano. a bunch of mahjong. I tried really? to play mahjong in. I was playing Yakuza Zero. Which I've since sort of let slide ah. for some reason, but it was good. Right. And there's like the little mahjong clubs in there where you can go. And I fucking sucked at it. Getting my mm. money taken <laughs> off of me by like these NPCs was really infuriating to me for some reason. It is actually just before I stopped playing it. I was like, oh, fuck <laughs> you. I would have flipped that table digitally if I could have. You're but, better um, at playing Dark Souls than mahjong, apparently. I'm a weird <laughs> motherfucker. I am. Um, <laughs> Try I got I got because even though I've got that um the other switch the switch light I haven't found that any of these games that are sort of styled to be like hey just pick it up when you got ten minutes or maybe every day mm-hmm. you can drop in I have I I got brain training on it thinking yeah. Oh, yeah. hey maybe yeah. finally yeah finally, right yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll be able to <laughs> knock that IQ up a couple of points and get up to eighty four yep. but uh yep. it I I can't I just keep forgetting that it's there. Or that's the main thing. The, the thing of returning to brain training every day, especially when it's on mm-hmm. something that isn't your phone that you're looking at anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. I just yeah. haven't been able to get into the habit of. And weirdly, like, yeah, picking up the switch and having it be like 10 minutes at a time type of thing. It just hasn't gelled with me. I don't mm. know why. But so I, I wonder if that would make club ha- 51 clubhouse games not the product for someone like me. Well, my uh, my switch is currently at my girlfriend's house. She mm. started. She sort of watched me play a bit of Animal Crossing over my shoulder, and then got me to make a character for her, and then spent the entirety of last Sunday playing it at my house, and then went to work on the Monday and went, "Could I, could I borrow your switch?" So then I drove to her house with the switch, and she has now had it all week. And has absolutely lost her fucking mind over <laughs> Animal Crossing. From never having played a video game in her life yeah. to being 
really like she with this lockdown thing like she got a new job recently that still want that she still as of like tomorrow she still is having to go into the office well she's making she's the morning announcements devastated. for melbourne so that <laughs> she's devastated because it means it's going to be harder for her to, like she was hoping it would be work from home so she could just like sneakily play animal crossing all day <laughs> while she was meant to be doing work for this job so uh, that's that's one benefit of this, I guess, that she has more time to commit to, um, yeah, doing a doing a bit of work around the island because I've definitely <laughs> I've definitely dropped off it um, recently. So mm. is she like the second player on that island? Yeah. Does that mean that she's not able to make further changes at some point to that island? I think she might run into a point at that game where you will have to jump in and like progress things a bit. I think so, but I think I I know that is the case with the second player. But I I think the island was far enough along that it's it's mostly it's kind of all up and running right. at this point anyway. I don't know if she's allowed to like build a bridge or an incline. I haven't right. asked her about that, but I also think she don't doesn't care. I do know that she was able to set up the art gallery in the um, they added a thing post launch in the in the um museum where you can now get an extra art gallery added on. And she got that set up. That's and cool. they've also added a thing where you can go diving in the – you can go swimming in the water and dive onto the ocean floor and get, like, sea anemones and stuff like really? that. Really? Um, which is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Like Maybe I today get back or into Animal Crossing. Because, yeah, that was another one of the sort of, like, I was playing it handheld and I thought, like, oh, pick it up for half an hour a day. And it just mm. doesn't happen for some reason. I'm just not – Yeah. Good at getting into a routine. It's probably because of some underlying <laughs> psychological issue that could be addressed through medication that I've been thinking about a lot lately. But the <laughs> the, the 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 habitual revisited daily type of game just isn't something that clicks with me. But clearly has on like a broader level because fucking tons of people who aren't big video game people have gotten 800 hours deep in animal crossing people are do yeah yeah, yeah i mean yeah. I, I i do kind of agree with you like when it first came out i was sinking a lot of hours into it to kind of like build up the island and do all that stuff but for me there's no gap between that between sitting there and doing five hour sessions to set everything up and mm. then just not playing at all uh, there, mm. There's no there's no middle ground where I'm dipping in for half an hour a day to just kind of like pick the fruit, sell it, do the like bits of paying off. It's either like I'm all in at the very beginning and then just kind of not touching it. There's no middle ground. Yeah, same. Yeah, I'm I think I tapped out at a certain point. <laughs> I, I don't even think I did all of it, actually. I think I got to the point where maybe I could expand a few extra residents. I just got like the upgraded resident facilities thing you know the, the town hall basically i didn't even start doing terrain manipulation and all that shit you can do like i i think mm. i just got bored of it and and i am a routine guy like i i do like that stuff but it wasn't yeah. enough getting a lot of this motherfucker here tommy he didn't even get into terrain manipulation <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking pathetic adam Adam did a bit of the like backwards thumb point this guy, but because yeah. of the way that you <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure which on my screen, you were just you were just pointing off into the abyss. <laughs> which way is he comparatively to me? You were pointing Yeah, yeah, that's, You were yeah. pointing at my fridge before, so boy, you really showed <laughs> it who's boss. 
Get a load of this okay. fucking thing full of frozen <laughs> Tommy cum, I assume. <laughs> not sure what's in there, but I, I've always pictured that. But yeah, it has been cool, like, just like hearing her get super into it and, she, you know, she's like sending me little. Would have been the first the time you've heard her like, get super into anything, Tommy. Oh. <laughs> Would have been about the first time that she's audibly been into something. Oh, my God. Your fridge is full of your own cum for some reason. I've gotten you twice. Oh, good A Lord. A movement. But, yeah, having her, uh, yeah, her response to it has been, uh, has been cool. It's cool that, that, you know, just she's she's got no... Attachment to games whatsoever, and she's just having a fucking an absolute fucking ball to the nice. point where I was almost like, um, I was like, should I just should I just get her a switch? And then I was like, that's that's running very parallel to something that uh, Barry does in an episode of Barry, and the point of that storyline is meant to be what a fucking weird psychopath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to be not crazy, get yourself a second switch, and then <laughs> <laughs> realize that it, you're not even going to pick it up every day like you thought you would. Mm. Mm. Well, oh boy In terms of news and stuff We had a look through before mm. And there's nothing interesting That we wanted to talk about To be honest as well <laughs> Nah Just so really. everyone knows That we're You know We've seen it But who gives a fuck mm. About anything mm-hmm. that's going yep. on In the yep. world At all currently <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've checked we put out a pin I'm in out. this one I've got a I've got a pretty busy schedule Of uh, running around in circles In the middle of my living room um, Yeah I've got a lot of ceiling to stare at, so if we're, uh, <laughs> I reckon that's an episode, eh? Yeah. That'll do us, folks. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we've got, uh, yeah, look, very much looking forward to in a couple of weeks. We've got, um, oh, we should, I guess we should say this. We've got, um, so uh, Ghost of Tsushima and the new Paper Mario are out on the same day. We were talking about this the other day. I think the week after they've both come out, we're going to focus on Ghost of Tsushima and then we'll talk about Paper Mario the next week. So if, if yes. playing along with the show is something that you're interested in, if, if those are two games that you're planning on getting at release and you're thinking about how to stagger up your playtime, that might influence you in some way. So, yeah, that's how we're going to be uh, divvying up the schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, for the show but uh, yeah thanks very much for listening guys filthycasuals.com.au is where you can uh, find links to everything that we've got going on check out the Bandcamp episodes uh, the last couple in particular really really fun but uh, yeah they're all great if you're looking for a bit of extra stuff to do for a minimum of one dollar and we did a um, is that still is that a is that Apocalypse one that's still free if you want right what the fuck are you talking about the, oh yeah, the, the second, one we did at the start of the, the first second lockdown. The most recent one we did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that's just pay what you want completely. Yes. Yeah, all yeah. the rest of them are a dollar minimum and then that one is free if you want it, if you don't have the means to pay at the moment and you That one that, that being there for you. Top 10 games to play if you were hypothetically uh, not able to leave the house for an extended period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine. <sighs> yeah. God. Imagine right, being guys, well, so uh, horny that you're like, <laughs> I don't care if a pandemic comes out of it. It's yeah, fucking yeah. insane. <laughs> and someone who is going Random to fuck you. Guy, honestly. Absolutely. Get that guard's name out there because like, mm. if he's caught fucking COVID from it, if he's willing to do that, how the fuck did he, like, you would assume that he had full on AIDS, hepatitis, every fucking <laughs> yeah. one of them. Yes. Surely. True. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I'm furious <laughs> that like I know. Oh my god. 
I'm so sick of this fucking house. <laughs> and other people have worse problems, but yeah. You know. Anyway, Knox, totally. I, I'll I'll be able to help you with that application to the security guard firm you wanted me to uh, look over. <laughs> yeah. uh, just after this episode, I just make sure you put my dick size on there, please. Of course, <laughs> they, I've got they two require inches. It's it already down. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Chub, two inches is wrong. It's security. only one inch. It's a, it's even smaller <laughs> than bad. your joke. Okay. Small. <laughs> fucking insane. Um, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. Hope everyone's doing okay. If you're, yeah, uh, yeah no matter where in the world you are, hope everyone's, uh, yeah, uh, we, we, you know, it, very nice to have uh, to have this to do to be able to like, yeah, chat to you boys and uh, chat to the folks listening at home. So yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with more hot content. Take care of yourselves. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals, if they're looking sick, don't suck their dick. That's what you got to remember all the time. That old fucking catchphrase. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.